You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone and welcome to Nerd Room. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This episode number 144, we'll be experiencing the Snappocalypse. I'm one of your host, Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. Oh, I told you guys, the boys will be <laughs> back in the room. After promising it for two weeks straight, we've managed to sit down, still with winter outside, but yeah. nonetheless, we've managed to sit down here and I'm stoked to have you guys back in the room for a pretty exciting episode. We're going a little sideways not quite detour <laughs> territory. <laughs> this is like PG-13, not the full R one. Exactly. It'll be no swearing. This will still be family-ish friendly. But we're going to do something a little different this week because the news is about done. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> out there. we got a few little things we're going to pick up here and a question from Grabs and a question also from Matthew Salvatore. They're going to get to eventually here. But the Snapocalypse, what is it about? So what we've done, each of us have brought three things three questions that we've dropped into C-3PO's head, who's sitting kind of here in the middle of us. And one of the two things that we say is going to be snapped out of existence, and we're going to have to choose. So basically, for example, Superman or Batman, one gets snapped out of existence by the Infinity Gauntlet, never to be seen or heard of again. And we're going to have to talk about that and how we feel, what we want to see snapped out of existence. So it's kind of a spin on would you rather. So something, like I said, a little different here from the Nerd Room, but we're trying to make up and just do something a little fun because, you know, it's cold ass outside. And <laughs> we, we like fun. Yeah, we do. We do enjoy it from it's time fun. to time. You know, you're not all serious. This is like a fun podcast. It's fun stuff. No. It's more a little Marvel, a little less DC. Okay, <laughs> okay. I see. I, I see. Okay. <laughs> Laying okay. down the gauntlet. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Okay. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> All right, guys, it's, it's been a, a couple weeks since we sat in here and discussed our weeks in Nerd, and I'd love to hear what you guys have been doing over the past few weeks. So I'm going to throw it to my dude, Troy. Yeah, oh, man. okay, I see, I see, yeah, okay, it's okay. Gonna be. That's how it's going to be this episode. It's like a okay. soundbite. Yeah. It's like, just like the last one. <laughs> it, it's the new t-shirt. That's awesome. <laughs> Dope t-shirt. It's yeah. my second one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, shoot, it's been a while, man. It's good to be back. Tim, you held it down on the last episode there. That was dope. Feeling that. But um, what have I been collecting? You know, something cool and different going back to, uh, I think, maybe a couple episodes. I mentioned kind of my love for uh, Greek mythology. So uh, my, my in-laws, they went to uh, to Greece. They came nice. back. And my mother-in-law brought me back this cool, like, probably like seven, eight-inch statue of Athena, the goddess of wisdom, which is really nice. cool. So I got to figure out a spot where to put that. So that's kind of something different going into the nerd room. Uh, mainly though, man, it's been comic books. Like the focus has just been comics and trades. We were down at the expo the other yes. day and we all, you that's know, right. just stacked deep over there. That's, that's good times, fun yeah. times. So, um, I picked up, um, I'm going to be shot for this. I don't even know the issue number off my head right now, but the wedding of Spider-Man and Mary Jane, Oh yeah, which is just a cool cover. I've always wanted that. I so, love that cover. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's how so how good. long have you been like after that? You've been like looking at that, uh, like the Calgary comic expo. Because like we were at the one, if you're in Calgary, check out the website overstockcomics.com. Shout out. Yeah, yes, they're, they're excellent. Um, and it was a 
I saw you got like it for a really good price. Yeah, it wasn't bad for that issue. Oh yeah, no, it, it was good. I I got the uh, Battle of the Battle of the Cowl too for dollar fifty. That's issue insane. number one. Yeah, you know, with Nightwing becoming Batman eventually, so wow. that was a pretty good pickup. And uh, I've also picked up some cool other issues. I've just been catching up on Vader. Uh, the Avengers is nice right now. Batman is yeah. wicked oh, by yeah. Tom King. That last issue. Oh. It's like spoiler alerts if you haven't re- read it, but that ending. Oh, it's fantastic, man! And, oh, and yeah. Tom King, I've been seeing it for a while. He writes the dynamic and the relationship between Batman and Nightwing so well. It's spot on. The chatter of Nightwing, yeah. in and out while they're, I was gonna say web swinging, but as they're going <laughs> through Gotham, is yeah. just awesome. Oh, um, I love that. The uh, the the uh, the art too is mm-hmm. just incredible. So I've been loving that, and I've also picked up a lot of trades. I picked up a little while ago to the um charles soul run of daredevil volume yeah, one it's, good. It's, it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool they they introduce a nice new character called uh blindside i think yep and he's an awesome character so all around man yeah comics are just fantastic but uh spider-man spider Geddon right now is back full tilt this is like the sequel or pretty much actually the ending trilogy of uh spider-verse and it's fantastic it's like these basically like vampire spider hunters that just hunt down all these different kind of Spider-Man throughout the different multiverses. Oh, that's cool. And uh, cool. you get like Superior Spider-Man's back. Spider-Man from the PS4 game, his universe is actually collided into this world oh, now no too. Oh, no way, no so way. So Peter cool. Parker, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Gwen, obviously. It's just, I Spider-Ham? love it. Spider-Ham? Spider-Ham is, yeah, nice, he's in there too. Nice. He's in there too. <laughs> Spider-Noir, ah, I don't want to mention any spoilers, but go pick up that book. It's awesome. It's good nice, stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. How'd you make it at the the comic show? So this is a local comic book show that I think it's every two months or so. It's put on by Overstock Comics. It's done down at the Sunnyside Community Center. And it's essentially just going in and crashing through long boxes. Yeah. It's just some are are randomly sorted. Some are in order. Some are alphabetical. Some aren't. And so it's kind of the the luck of the draw that you get out of this thing. And all unmarked comics are a buck fifty. So there's ones that you're paying about right. There's others that you might be slightly overpaying for if you complete a collection. And then there's the odd time where you're getting like wicked deals. Mm-hmm. So how did you make out? Yeah, you know, I wasn't actually picking up anything uh, for myself at this one. You know, I've been looking around, didn't really see anything. I didn't go in with a plan, you know, seeing what I needed. So I just went in there. If anything like popped out and jumped out, I would have got it. But I didn't pick up anything for myself. But for my daughter, I picked her up uh, some Sabrina comics nice. and some Archie comics. And she seems to love it. Um, you know, it's pretty cute comics and... Yeah, so I just picked up that, but uh, besides the comic show, you know, uh, getting some comics, you know, getting caught up in Wonder Woman, Justice League, uh, Justice League Dark has been unreal. If you're not reading that, check it out. It's amazing. It's like dealing with magic and uh, uh, Dr. Fate's in it, Wonder Woman, Swamp Thing, Constantine, uh, Detective Chimp. So it's a pretty good, pretty good cast there. <laughs> I love it. And uh, some Steelbooks. So I've been going, you know, trying to complete my Marvel collection. So I've been getting some older steel books that, for really good deals, like the uh, Ang Lee Hulk. Picked that up at Shoppers Drug Mart for seven bucks. A steel book. A steel book. Yeah, you never see that for seven bucks. So or at Shoppers up. Drug Mart. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's funny that that's the thing that shocks you is the seven dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're actually starting to sell more like movies uh, Shoppers for Halloween. They had like oh, everyone had like a bin full of like Halloween movies. That's cool. And the Hulk steel book of all things. So pick that up. And I also got uh, the original of the first Ghostbusters with Nicolas Cage. So I picked up that steelbook from Ghost, the UK. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be an awesome movie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. Um, 
not the greatest movie, but as I said, I'm completing that Marvel collection of Steelbooks, so I've got the first two, well, the only Ghost Rider movies, so I have those two locked down, and um, yeah, uh, just, you know, a lot of Blu-rays coming out, uh, I saw this movie with Nicolas Cage, speaking of Nicolas Cage, called Mandy, now this is like the most like effed up movie, it's, it's like, the whole movie's like a big giant drug trip, it's like this horror film with like amazing colors amazing soundtrack but the whole thing feels like you're on acid but just check it out i just watched that movie the other day stuck with me it's just such a great movie so if you're out there looking for a good movie that's post halloween check it out maybe i will i'm afraid (laughs) of everything (laughs) so it's not that scary but it's just like out there it's it's a cool movie. It, I, you know, it's I love that you make time for these movies. You got you know, it. No, I've watched Rogue One and The Force Awakens like a thousand <laughs> times, but not seen any other film. Really? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the last new film I watched that wasn't in theaters. Oh, okay, like like in like in the house? Yeah, just like a random film. Oh, jeez. You know what's a good recommendation is Wind River. I was late to the party oh, last year. I watched good. it on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. My mind's blown. Like, how is Jimmy Renner not even nominated? I right. don't even know. That was it's such a, a good fantastic film. Film. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. so good. Yeah. I think it's his best performance, though. It's crazy. Yeah. Better than Hawkeye and Thor? Way better. <laughs> <laughs> but Elizabeth Olsen's in that, too. She's great, too. Yeah. yeah. Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye mm-hmm. take down the killer. there's your description (laughs) well to cap this week in nerd off for me it was again about going down to this comic show it was it was great to see you guys there i took the little one too she was great kind of just stuck in her corner for a bit and gave her a phone but she was every two minutes she'd go hey daddy (laughs) it was awesome but i i just did in picking up random issues of the the vintage star wars stuff i love that i got some yeah they're they're, these are great and i got this uh, avengers initiative uh, the dan slot run coming off the back end of civil war when they reestablished the avengers and this double cover it's the same book but two covers that meet side <laughs> side by side some fear itself stuff so i'm just going back and trying to fill out some of that bendis that that run in 2004 through 2010 or whatever yeah. it was just filling some of that out because i'm reading it in marvel unlimited and i've decided that i want to focus back in on for at least the back issue collecting filling that out and trying to get those runs that i'm actually reading so i'm having a lot of fun doing that and it's great to get back through long boxes i i haven't done that for probably a good year or at least maybe since the calgary expo and i didn't come as prepared as i should have because i didn't really know what i was looking for but they had a lot of current stuff so next time we go back i want to make sure that there's a few runs that i didn't read and i have them on marvel limited but if i want the the back issues i can get them pretty easily some short issues some thor stuff and all that so it's it's great so if you guys have local little comic shows that community centers and that I recommend to go check them out. You Not only are you supporting local guys, but it's a lot of fun just to flip through and just see what you can find. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found some really good ones in there. Um, like, it was a Justice League run with uh, Darkseid from, like, the 80s or 70s for, like, three bucks an issue or something. Crazy. Yeah. Like, they had Justice League issues in the 100s for, like, a buck 50 or, like, two bucks. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. And I found, like, in the past, great deals there. I found a lot of old Star Wars stuff for, like, a buck an issue crazy crazy stuff yeah true this was your first time going right yeah it was a blast man it's just so cool to be surrounded by like a whole bunch of just like comic book like nerds yeah (laughs) it's so good man i love that environment and just um 
going in there just diving through the boxes like you mentioned it's been a long time since i've done that and uh man i miss it already do you ever get anxious by the guy beside you oh you're looking at what is i always look marvel or dc okay good dc (laughs) oh man these guys have techniques too oh yeah yeah nuts yeah and a lot of these guys do know exactly what they're looking for yeah and i used to be like that i used to be really good i used to just run in and just like buzz to the different sections and then you have to spend time to really make a difference in your collecting you have to spend time on the unsorted books yeah yeah that's where you pull the real gems out so they basically just buy lots of comic books off of people yeah and they're just long boxes they chuck on the table they don't really go through them so it's a hit and miss for them they'll make a few bucks off others and they'll lose some off others so they'll probably come out even yeah but it's it's a cool way to to beef up your combo collection without paying a ton of money i spent 16 bucks and got like 10 or 12 comics yeah which is awesome yeah yeah no that's a good deal and yeah. great deals on trades there too that's yeah. Awesome. yeah ten dollar yeah. trades like yeah can't go wrong yeah yeah <laughs> there's some really good trades there too there's usually a lot of secret invasion stuff and yeah i picked up quite a few from there as well well, nice. the, well you know just what i was about to give up i was looking i was on the hunt for jonathan hickman's number two fantastic four and i was, I was about done and then yeah. i like, kind of had a little peek and i was like oh my god there it is so <laughs> no I, way i pulled it Finally oh, got man. that because online, like Amazon, that thing's like thirty nine bucks. Yeah. What? Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah volume yes. two is really Especially hard. Especially stuff, come yeah, at a print. Yeah, where they haven't brought back. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, tougher to get tough. a hold of those. You yeah. pay a lot for those. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I also finished up Daredevil season three. Oh, yes. nice, nice. Yes, got through the back end of it. I have to say, it is fantastic. The ending, though, the last five to eight minutes, slight of a little bit of a letdown. Okay. I'm not gonna spoil abs nothing here. But it was, there's a whole bunch of momentum going into the last few episodes. It it finishes up in a great way. And then it's just there. Yeah. They don't really commit to anything, either going forward or finishing up a story. It just ends. Very comic booky, I guess, in a way. Eh? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's classic Marvel, leaving yeah. the door just to crack open, right? Yeah. And there's rumors that we may not see Daredevil in season four or whatever. This whole universe is kind of collapsing in on itself with the cancellation of Iron Fist and Luke Cage, potentially Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know where they're going to go, but it was almost like, <laughs> I'm going to say spoiler here. Like, I'm not going to spoil the actual ending, but just skip ahead 30 seconds. It'll be done this. But essentially it feels like, you know, in those old 80s shows or 90s shows when they finish by, maybe say by the bell is a great example. Yeah. It's like high-fiving and freeze frame. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it felt kind of like that yeah i was it was just it was for all the good work they did in the whole season and then the way it ended it's like okay yeah sure yeah. that's okay when's season four coming <laughs> is there even gonna be a season four well that's the thing right so i was hoping for a conclusion like an end to a trilogy if you will you know you're always gonna leave that door a little bit open but it just like I said, just ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a very typical, not I even say typical, like the way that they went with this season, they could have done something quite dramatic. You know, I'm talking Avengers Infinity War dramatic. Right. And they never quite committed to that after seeding a lot of these ideas as the season progressed, especially as it picked up momentum after the big twist. Oh, yeah. About halfway through. Like you thought, thought it was going somewhere and they just never really quite get there. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. All in all, where do you rank it out of the other Netflix series? Where would you put this one? I have to say, I think season two is still my favorite. It's still your number one there, yeah. 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 And then this one in season one, I'd probably... Because the, the, the issue with season one, it's a little slow on the get-go. Mm-hmm. This is a little slow, but then it picks up. But we have that connectivity to the characters. So you have an idea as to where it's going. 
So for me, season one, season three are there. I really like Punisher. Yeah. Uh, Luke Cage is good. Jessica Jones season one. But I have to say Daredevil season two is probably my favorite. It's a good season. With the introduction of the Punisher, yeah. Electra, the end battle's fantastic. Right. The way it ends. Yeah. So, Sticks in there? Yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot in there. Yeah. And I think just having Punisher and Daredevil was, was a huge plus for me. And then you get that massive cameo in the jail. Yeah. Yeah, just it's fantastic. Oh, so man. if you haven't checked this out, I'd still recommend for me uh, to get through it because there's some really, really great storytelling done in that cin- or cinematic or television universe, whatever yep. you want to call it. <laughs> Pretty much the same these days anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, more or less. And the last thing for me on a collecting front, so I just had to throw out there that I took my daughter on, I believe it was Friday of this week. I had Friday off. So her and I went to the mall, just were doing some running around, and it seemed like maybe it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. But it seemed like that was the kickoff to the Christmas season, November 1st, whenever the hell that was. Maybe second. Doesn't matter, Tim. <laughs> but everything was flush on the shelves. Oh, yeah. Disney Store was packed with sales. Toys R Us. Jeffrey the Giraffe was there. Wow. Santa was there. Whoa. What? Yes. Early. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Super early. So my daughter was taking pictures with her, and they had like the wish list book from Toys R Us. She had an absolute blaster. So we walk into the Disney store, and planted right in front of me is a brand new Star Wars section with the new Star Wars Elite run. It has, there's a Gonk, R5, an R2-D2 from Return of the Jedi, and what I thought was a Death Star droid, and it turned out to be a C-3PO, or a silver C-3PO from, I can't remember what movie it's from, but anyways, it's kind of the, very similar to what we have in front of us here, right. but that like shiny metal and all that. Right, right. And I'm looking at them, oh my god, I gotta get these. Still $31, $32, whatever they are, Canadian. But I picked it up, and I was like, man, the the paint apps are brutal on these things. Especially for droids. It's all droids, right? It's all droids, but the definition, even in the the 3PO unit, not 3PO, but the protocol droid unit, the cords in the middle aren't sculpted. They're painted. What? Yeah, so they're just Uh, lines, random lines drawn on the stomach. That's pretty lazy. So is it the same base as the C-3PO? I think so, yeah. The C-3PO is around here somewhere, but it's the same base. It just has that like vac-metalized look to it. Yeah. And the gonk droid I was almost going to pick up, the R5 and the R2-D2, paint ops really poor. I'm quite disappointed. I'm still putting them on a list. Yeah. I want the gonk droid. I just want something a little unique. Yeah. But it seemed that... I wasn't the only one with that opinion because I went back the next day and not a single one had moved off the shelves. There's about six of each figure and not one of them had moved. So that's telling you a little something about this lead series. I like where they were going with it. The, the original run was really good. The exclusives that they've done in the past are really good. The effort just doesn't seem there in these ones. Yeah, I've been saying for a while, man. I don't think that Elite Series is going to last. I just don't see how it's going to do because especially like Hasbro is killing it right now with the Marvel Legends, yeah. with the Black Series stuff. And I feel like these guys are on a standstill. Like They kind of had me for a second there with the Luke and Han and the Stormtrooper gear. Yeah, Those face molds looked a little bit better, at least in the marketing. And then when you actually saw it close up, not so great. Like, were those still on the shelves? No, I, I, they kind of whipped off pretty quick, yeah. to be honest with you. there's That's the thing with the Elite Series. It's kind of a hit and miss. Yeah. Like This droid run was a, a cool take on it, because what we had said in the past is they got to go unique, and they got to go exclusive. Yeah. So it seems like they're starting to go down that path. We didn't see anything from Solo in the Elite Series, which, which right. was the first time we hadn't seen anything since the release of The Force Awakens. Crazy. And what they're doing here, I kind of agree with, but maybe do more popular characters. They seem to have quite a bit of success with the armored characters. Droids, I would have said, yeah, sure, they're going to be successful with. Yeah. But it just didn't land for me. So 
we'll see. I'm hoping these things go on a bit of a discount. I did say to my wife, maybe grab me one of these for, for the holidays or whatever. Yeah. But we'll see how this lead series runs out. I'm, yeah. I'm not too stoked about it. Mm. It's unfortunate. Yeah. And before we skip to the news here, I just want to give a, a quick shout out. We started interacting with a new guy on Twitter, Carlos. He, oh, he yeah. Uh, I think it's a Canadian CND Caped Crusader on Twitter. And we found out he's a local guy, local here to Calgary. Mm-hmm. And I had asked him, I said, he had posted some photos. I was going through his timeline yeah. of his, uh, his nerd room. And I said, throw some other ones up for us to see. And holy jeez, did he <laughs> deliver. Like, Knock I thought I had a, a dense nerd room. Yeah. This guy is next level. So hopefully at some point, yeah. mm-hmm. we can maybe meet up with them here locally, have a beer, go to yeah. a comic show or whatever, and maybe eventually see his, his nerd room because it's, it's unbelievable. Oh. oh, it's fantastic. Oh, my. The sideshow stuff. Yeah. Is yeah. Just, whoa, and all the collectible, like, statues from Justice League and yeah. Batman vs. Superman, Man of Steel. That, he's a Captain America he has on there that is just incredible. Yeah. I think he has the shield and the gun it's like next level all the art that he has to on his wall yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's what caught oh, my eye because oh, you had man. liked something some of the spidey art yeah he's and that good. caught my eye and that's when i started flipping through things right. I was like, holy man and then i tossed out that we were crashing through the long boxes and he said where are you guys and i said man are you local right yeah said, yeah so it was pretty cool that's that's the best thing about collecting about nerdism and all that is that you get to meet really cool people even yeah, if man. it's in a weird sideways way on twitter <laughs> oh, yeah man. yeah carlos yeah. is holding it down for yeah. sure yeah. awesome so shout out to you my yeah, man hopefully de- like sanjay said you're talking to him man eh? yeah we definitely got to get something going where we go over and check it out like a tour or something. not creepily though no 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 <laughs> like when he's like invites us over not like when he's on vacation and we yeah. just like break in peering and... in the windows yeah <laughs> he's, he's gonna stop talking to us now <laughs> he's like if you see these three people call the car <laughs> doesn't know what we look like yet except for our funko popped us yeah yeah <laughs> he's gonna give the cops these pictures <laughs> yeah, go check out the, my twitter banner uh, the nerd around my yes. i ran through you can funko pop yourself and that's so cool. i tried to make us <laughs> oh it's like spot it. on I, like man. Cool. I just don't know which one's me yeah i sent me that <laughs> so i sent to these guys to get the approval before i posted it anywhere and suddenly like which one am i i'm like dude it's it's <laughs> if it's not super obvious i've never seen you wear a green shirt but that's the only one i could get it doesn't matter. green lantern yeah yeah, yeah i get bust up my green lantern shirt now true true <laughs> all right guys that that was a blast i love hearing what's going on in everyone's world but let's jump into some of the news this week we're gonna kick it off with some dc discussion Woo. birds of prey yeah this film is really starting to pick up steam not only do we have a confirmed director and kathy yang mm. but we also have the cast really filling out you know margot robbie is returning to the role of harley quinn mary elizabeth winstead is playing huntress we've got black canary cast we've potentially got a villain cast as well in ewan mcgregor so star wars alum ewan mcgregor is reported by variety to be picking up the role of black mask in this spin-off film birds of prey now like i said the, the the amount of a press that this film's got in the last couple weeks has really shocked me. You know, this isn't due until February 7th, 2020. Yeah. So quite some time, but this cast is filling out quite nicely. You know, what are you guys thoughts on you McGregor jumping into this and how this cast is really filling out? Yeah. You McGregor is a terrific actor. I mean, from star Wars, everyone knows him from that, but he's also in uh, Moulin Rouge. Train spotted. Train spotted. <laughs> Why think... is that the second movie you got? <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Such a, it's such my... a great movie. Not, not Pooh. He's oh, just doing Pooh this year. Christopher yeah. Robbins. That's yeah. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good actually. Yeah. 
He's, very, very depressing film. I haven't seen it. Haven't it's seen a it. really weird look into the psyche of a human. Oh, okay. <laughs> Growing I'm... from a child to an adult and how depressing life can be. Oh, so I'll probably skip that one. Yeah, it, seemed, <laughs> it seemed like a pseudo commentary on depression and all this. It yeah. was really weird. Like scenes where, I don't know if I talked about this before, but I was I was reading too much into it. At one point, he's walking through a forest and it's all foggy. And I'm like, is that supposed to be his brain? Like, oh, fog. And then it clears in certain elements. It's really, have a watch, actually. And tell me if I read way too much into the characters that show up at certain times, the atmosphere. It, it's Really eye-opening. I mean, you just marketed this film better than Disney themselves. Yeah, now exactly. I see this, yeah. this film. Tigger didn't look like he aged very well. Um, his spots are like lacking. Like, did he have his stripes? Yeah, he was. Re- it was really light, though. Yeah, because he has to have those black stripes. It's very yeah, pastel-y right? yeah. a lot of the colors. Yeah, it wasn't very vibrant the same yeah. way that you see. Even, like, well, the guy who does Pooh's voice is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but I saw a video of him the other day reading Darth Vader lines from a new <laughs> in the Pooh voice. It was awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sort of sidetracked. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. I'm uh, the king of sidetracks. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this film... It's coming out. It's going to be, what, the ninth film of the DC Connected Universe, I think? Six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine. Yeah, it'll be the ninth one. Uh, Hard to believe. Uh, So I'm excited for this. Anything that keeps the Connected Universe going, I'm all for. I don't know much about Birds of Prey, to be honest with you. I think normally Batgirl is involved, and this time she's not. So I don't know if they're trying to set up for the solo Batgirl movie or if they're trying to make Harley Quinn more of the Batgirl you know, no longer the anti-hero, but just the hero, sort of like Venom, uh, in a kind of way. So I don't know what the, what the plan is. I don't know what the script is. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited for every DC movie. So this one, yeah, sign me up. Like, am I as excited for Aquaman? Well, no, but uh, Aquaman comes out in a month, and this comes out in two years. So maybe I'll be as excited for it <laughs> in like a year from now. But I'm excited. You know, the more I hear about it, it's the more good things I hear about it. You know, there. The, it doesn't seem to be like one thing where they say something. I'm like, oh, that's stupid. You know, everything's been a hit for me. So yeah, I'm down for it. And I need your Sunday Sunday shades for this one. You know, we just put on. We're talking Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <not> de- <laughs> Don't give up my secrets. Okay, people already bash me online for my Star Wars yeah. lack of knowledge. Um, you know, you know, uh, Ewan McGregor. Obviously, that's fantastic news to hear, and it's a cool choice that they're going with Black Mask. I think that's going to be kind of dope. Mm-hmm. It'd be really cool to see him like cinematically too, like how he's going to look. You yeah. know, he looked really cool in um, Arkham Origins, right. the, the the PS3 game, Xbox 360 game. Um, it's the cast, not the cast, the characters. I mean, we got. Did they say Cassandra Kane? Yeah, Cassandra Kane, Black Canary, and Huntress. Huntress, and Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn. So Harley Quinn's pretty cool, and I think. Black Canary will be all right. Yeah, Cassandra Black... Kane is the one I'm kind of like. She's very... Batgirl's protege, right? I think she, she was turns an into. Uh, like I don't know who she turns into. Well, pre New Fifty Two, she was Batgirl. She was another Batgirl. Yeah, she oh, okay. she kind of had like the Michelle Pfeiffer like stitching costume. Ah, uh, gotcha, her, gotcha. Her mask was like all closed off in her yeah. in her mouthpiece, and then New Fifty Two. She's just like this assassin that works in like the Bat family. Is she Batwoman? She's woman? in Detective Comics as well. Is she Batwoman? No. No, no. That's the other one. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the name? red hair who's in CW now. Yeah, yeah. That's that uh, outfit. Yeah, that outfit. Her costume looks amazing. That one looks dope. For a CW show? Like, that's unreal. No, she looks good. She looks good. But for, for this film, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think you got to put Batgirl in there, to be honest. I think you put Batgirl. Like, why not put Batgirl? Harley Quinn and Catwoman. I don't know if Catwoman's ever been in the Birds of Prey. 
I know she's in that TV show and Fox yeah. way back in the day. But I mean, like that just seems like a stronger kind of well-known <coughs> cast. Black Canary hasn't been that great received in the CW verse. It, it to me, it smells a lot like Suicide Squad. Yeah. Which the more I wa- like, I've watched it again. Oh. And I, I mentioned it a while ago. For whatever reason, it was just on Netflix and I put it on. Yeah. I, I don't like Harley <laughs> Quinn. That much. Really, I don't. I don't Doesn't like the portrayal. Yeah. Like that was that was coming off as the fan favorite. What this movie is is centered around right. is Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Right. To be honest with you, I don't love the portrayal. Okay. It just seemed so forced, campy, cartoonish, set in a grounded, grittier world. When she's juxtaposed to Will Smith, I'd rather a Deadshot film. Yeah. Yeah. than this i see where they're going with it it's a really cool concept having a female team up villain type movie for sure you're never gonna see marvel do that a force maybe we'll get it yeah but it's still not a villain yeah. team up almost like i'm finding oh, this villain is team anti-hero right, right, right. yeah they're walking yeah. this fine yeah. line a lot of these studios of the anti-hero now yeah. they're doing a little spin on it where it's the the female-led anti-hero team up right it's so it's your x-force deadpool type things they're talking right. about this being rated r as well yeah and right. so you're getting the swearing, the gore, whatever else comes with a rated yeah. R tag. I I like the idea of it, but the execution, I'm just, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of Suicide Squad. Yeah. And Ewan McGregor in there, my fear with that is, is that he's going to be behind this mask, similar to, what's his name that did Apocalypse? Um, oh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. He's behind that makeup, and... You didn't get Oscar Isaac no. from it. You got kind of this goofy Power Ranger I've looking news. thing. I've and news, my yeah. fear is that you're gonna have Mew McGregor stuck behind this mask, not doing much. Now, Red Skull would be your your direct analog to the Black Mask. So oh, yeah. if they can pull that off, I'm sure they can do this. But on the onset, this one, like you said, it's two years away. I'm not loving the kind of the whole concept of it. Yeah. Suicide Squad still left pretty bad taste in my mouth. So. I'm going to be op- cautiously optimistic or just cautious, maybe. <laughs> Take away that optimism. I'd like to see, like, the costumes. Like, if they give us, like, a, a picture of them all in costume, you know, maybe that'll raise my excitement. Yeah, I'm still, like, super excited, obviously, and I'm excited for this universe to continue. But, like, as you said, like, I don't really know too much about these characters. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to have to do some real marketing work. Like, it can be done. Guardians of the Galaxy, knew, no one knew anything about these characters. Mm-hmm. And they had one trailer with a good soundtrack, and people thought this was the best thing ever. That's true. Yeah. So, well, they, it can be done. They well, just well, have to do it in the right way. You think we'll get any cameos? Because, like, Suicide Squad, I even heard though he's in there for two seconds, the yeah. big thing was Batman. Makes that was appearance. huge, uh, yeah. Flash made an appearance. You think we'll get... Joker? Oh, Hopefully that'd not. be cool. I don't know. I, th- I think I think he needs more to do. Like I think he was kind of cut out of that film. I think he should have been in it more. And I actually like Leto's performance. I don't like his look. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> you know what though? I'm gonna call right now. If um, Walking Phoenix's Joker is incredible, which I think it's gonna be. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna see Jared Leto pop up in a long. I think I think we will. Break. I think because you know you keep. The, the name out there right so the joker is huge why wouldn't you leverage off it maybe just change his look up because people retcon looks in comics all the time walking phoenix joker comes in and kills <coughs> jared leto's fake joker yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Goodbye>, pirate <laughs> i still i still have hope i think jared leto you know i don't think he he got time to shine but i would love to see him interact with batman ben I, affleck's batman i think that'd be pretty cool we'd have to go back to the suicide squad review because right. i may have been pretty light on leto's joker mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> looking back, it just, it's, it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to say it's necessarily him. I think it's on whatever Vision 
can't remember the director's name, wanted to go, but it's just is poorly executed. It's very glammy and just didn't work gangster like. It just yeah. wasn't the Joker that I was really down with, nah. especially coming off the heels of Heath Ledger. I hate to compare it to that one, but he's guy won an Oscar, you yeah. know, for crying out loud. They so, just try to go two sides. David Ayer admitted David that Ayer, yeah. he had taken certain things, certain elements of the Joker, particularly the tattoo on the head. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the, that. The grills and all that one step too far. So he openly for admitted sure. that on Twitter. So yeah. we're not doing any more criticizing than the director himself, the, <laughs> yeah. the creator of the project. So yeah. anyways, I, yeah. is out there. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, cameo, maybe like a Wonder Woman cameo. Yeah. Got to change that name too. Birds so confusing. Free? What does it mean? Birds of prey. None of them are birds. Yeah, black canary. A, Huntress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your lead is what's her name? Cassandra Cain. Harley Quinn. Yeah. 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 Bat isn't a bird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I said they had to change Suicide Squad too, but they stuck with it. They, they stuck, stuck with it. it. Yeah, you know that thing made a ton of money for them. So sure and, and they're getting a sequel. An Oscar, right? Hey. That's right. <laughs> the only cinematic universe film to win an Oscar. Well, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this year it'll change, but who knows? Maybe, maybe. Well, what? a film that's probably not going to win an Oscar this year. <laughs> Deadpool Caesar. <laughs> Deadpool 2. Now, the interesting thing about Deadpool is it is a great film. I, mean, I enjoyed it. Was that yeah. this year? That was, was this it year. Was this year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That feels like forever. I know. Yeah. But uh, it, it dropped. It came out early in the year. It's already out on Blu-ray, DVD, and all that steelbook. VHS, whatever you do, <laughs> but it is returning to screens, to theaters this Christmas time. So they're doing a Deadpool campaign, and they've titled it Once Upon a Deadpool. It'll be returning to theaters from December 12th until Christmas Eve, and it's been this promised PG-13 rated Deadpool 2 film with a few extra scenes, which include Ryan Reynolds' doing a little bit of banter with Fred Savage. Princess Bride. There you go. <laughs> so it's the nice thing about this, what they're doing, and I think Ryan Reynolds, when he was talking about this, I can't remember who's talking to here, Friday or one of them, that uh, they were asking, Fox was asking for a PG-13 rated film, and for whatever reason, Reynolds just kept saying, no, I don't. I guess he has that type of power there. But what he, he really forced them into doing or asked them to do is that proceeds from, I guess, his dollar per ticket, that sold between December 12th and Christmas will go to a new campaign that was originally titled F Cancer. Now it's Fudge Cancer, <laughs> the PG-13 rated charity event or charity program that they're doing here. So are you guys going to go check out Deadpool 2, Once Upon a Deadpool, with an extra scene in here and a PG-13 rating over Christmas and <clears throat> maybe supporting a nice children's charity? Yeah. I'm going to support it, of course, because it's under my box office draw. I don't think I don't think that counts. It does count. It does. What? It does. Yeah. yeah. We had yeah. this discussion earlier. Yeah. If it's if it's re-released, it counts for yeah. sure. Oh, well, yeah. then what if like 20 years down the road, say like Aquaman gets re-released and makes a ton of money? Does that we go back and re-declare we can. the winner? We still, guess, don't, we still we don't have what the loser or the winner has to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. We haven't clarified that. But well, make it something easy because I'm coming in last place. So. <laughs> even if it makes, even if Aquaman makes Six hundred million dollars, you're not gonna win. No, no. Thanks a lot, Solo. Last time I bet on you, Star Wars. Uh, you know, it's it's really interesting though with this, and I, I did a little bit of research, but I guess Deadpool two never got to release in China oh, really? due to it being rated R. You can't release a rated R film over there. So now this is kind of a loophole for this film to actually be released in China because they're releasing a PG-13. Because across the board, so you have to release a PG-13, let's say a Halloween just came out, 
Halloween can't go in China because it's rated R uh, in the States. But if you released a PG-13 Halloween, you can now qualify it and throw it in uh, to the China uh, market. So it's kind of interesting. So now, you know, Deadpool can make a lot more money potentially, yeah. obviously, going over there. So that's pretty cool. There are some speculations, too. That's what's going on with Wonder Woman. Not necessarily that Wonder Woman's uh, rated R, but there's just some fine-tuning that they're doing so they can get it playing in China as well. So that's why they've pushed uh, it back to June. That's kind of what people have been speculating. Huge market. Yeah. Huge market, right? Yeah. You can't Especially mess with for it. superhero films. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, look what it did for Terminator even, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I'm on board. I, 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 yeah, I'll check out this film. I, I kind of want to see it. I think it's kind of good, too, because it's a comedy coming out in December. We don't really have any comedies now that I yeah. think about it around then. So... Kula doesn't like to laugh in Christmas time. So, right. There you, yeah. there you go. Well, we'll um, see. Extra not, footage, too. Yeah, 15 minutes. It's going to chew into Aquaman's playtime. It is a little no, bit. Sorry, a, Sonny. Like, just a couple days. Because Aquaman comes out when? December 21st. And this plays till December 24th. Yeah. So three days. I don't think this will get like a wide release. Like I can't see this being played on like IMAX screens or anything like that. It will go IMAX, but... Unless there's nothing else playing on IMAX, but it will definitely probably get a wide release. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think it'll get like that big. Cause... It'll probably get, at every theater, probably get three showings a day, probably. I think so. Two they've they've done a know. lot of, like, I don't want to say reshoots, but they've added a lot of extra yeah. scenes for but this film. It's true, but you got to think about what's coming out. So you got Mary Poppins, you got Aquaman, you got Bumblebee, you got Spider-Verse, you got Holmes and Watson, you've got that other one with Steve Carell. So there's like a ton of movies. This is like the most jam-packed movie release schedule maybe ever. Well, they're not here to make money, though. No, but this I is, mean, this the is theaters... just a bit of a Deadpool thing. Yeah, yeah but yeah. theaters can only show yeah. so many movies at a time, right? Like, so I, this may get like one screening a day at like Landmark or like Cineplex. Like, I, 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 I bet you suck up a matinee and an evening showing. You think yeah, it's going to be showings. two showings? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it'll probably it may get it'll get a three o'clock and a seven o'clock showing because it's going to be packed. It's a packed schedule. Like if it was like nothing coming out for sure, but but they're they're catering to kids. So who what yeah. move, what films are catering to your kids? Bumblebee. Aquaman and Mary Poppins. Yeah. And now Spider-Verse, Spider-verse I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess there's a lot of them. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of kids uh, films this year. So, uh, no, I'm not going to check this out. I'll probably get it on Blu-ray. I won't get the steelbook of this because unless it's like maybe Deadpool and like a Santa costume. I don't know. This is just like a money grab to me. I don't know. It's I, I don't... marketing though then. I, I, do, if I could fault Fox for a lot of things, but Deadpool universe is not one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's been on point, and I, you know I, I like Deadpool too. But for this, like, what are they going to include? Like, Deadpool has so many like swears, so much blood, so much like violence. That's gonna be the joke, though. I think. Right? Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. it's a major fourth wall thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. we've taken like just Ryan Reynolds. We've taken out the swear word on this scene, and or him walking and just putting like a big X on. Yeah, I yeah. think they can be really funny with yeah. it. They like have lots to, of bleeps. Yeah, it yeah. just can't be them cutting scenes. It's got to no. be them doing it in a very Deadpool esque way, where they're breaking that fourth wall, acknowledging that there's young ears in the theater, so therefore you can't hear this scene. Yeah, and plug your ears, and you just see Deadpool in the corner with his ear. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that, <laughs> right? They, yeah. they, they sure. can do a lot of things. It yeah. doesn't have to be so on the nose about we're just going to clip this down to try to make an extra buck on this film. I don't think they need to make any more money on this film, yeah. and I like that they're doing this charity thing. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah that's no, that's huge. good. Because yeah, they they've kind of been on board with that even since the first Deadpool. Yeah, that's know, right. So. Yeah, that's right. Because even if you got the uh, steel book, it came with a guide to check for testicular cancer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you do it? Of course. Yeah, me too. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 
that's it for the news for this week. Fairly slim news segment here, but we got a couple great questions this week coming from Grabs and Matthew Selvater. We're going to kick it off with Grabs' question this week, and he writes about brotherly love. Yeah. Tim, Troy, and Sanjay. In concurrence with your review of Deadpool Season 3, he sent this a couple weeks ago before. Hey, Daredevil. Did I? What did I say? Deadpool. Deadpool. I think he said Deadpool. Did I he say Daredevil? Did he, what did he say? I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to go back. Go back. <laughs> we I have say... a cold, so I hear dead says dares. <laughs> In concurrence with the review of Daredevil Season 3, my wife and I had just finished Season 1, and we were a couple episodes into Season 2. You're in for a real treat, man. One of the parts of the show we have enjoyed is the brotherly relationship between Matt and Foggy. Ah. Sorry, Troy. <laughs> Literally in parentheses. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this led me to being curious about other male-male relationships in comics. Not those ones, Sanjay. <laughs> Having some water. Too, Movies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Movies and TV shows. From Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin to Captain America Winter Soldier. My questions for you this week are, whose brotherly relationships do you find the strongest in TV, movies, and comics? What characters have had the biggest rift between them to both ruin and strengthen their bond? Finally, which character friendships have made the least sense to you? Thanks in advance. Grabs. Okay, so, okay. First off, I agree with you, Grabs. Foggy and Matt's relationship is great. I love it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Except for Foggy is the, the forever apologist. Even to like the last second. But anyways, let's break this down a little bit, guys. Right. Whose brotherly relationships do you find the strongest in TV, movie, and comics? Okay, I got two. Okay, shoot. First one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, right, shoot. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love their relationships. You know, Especially like, Leo and Raph. Right? Oh. Raph's like the lone wolf, but then he always pulls through for the team. He's the Wolverine and Leo's the Cyclops. Oh, I like yeah, that. Man. I like that. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, man. That's a good one. Yeah, I really like that. That didn't even cross my mind. I that's, know. That's yeah. a fantastic And I've been watching one. Turtles a lot, like Nickelodeon. Oh, is Netflix. the new series good? No, not that one. Oh. Stay away from that one. But uh, the other Nickelodeon Because <laughs> there's like one where like Earth gets taken over by aliens, and then the Ninja Turtles go on like a spaceship. Meet the Power Rangers. I don't That's know. That's back in the '90s. That one. But it, there's oh, another one you're talking about. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Crazy. yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I kind of watch a bit of it. My daughter's not really super into it, but yeah. she will be eventually. Uh, and the next one is Professor Xavier and Magneto. Ah, oh, yeah. <sighs> What? Of course. That's, that's awesome. A, that's a really good one. That's a complicated yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is so complicated. That almost falls into the second question because I had that for the second question about the rift between them oh, that both yeah. ruins them and strengthens their bond. Like yeah. that's, I love that relationship. Yeah. It's been portrayed pretty well in the new run of Fox X-Men. The first class? Yeah. yeah. First oh. class was fantastic. I think, I think they've like McAvoy. done it too much. Like let's pull back a bit. Hopefully I don't see that in Dark Phoenix because it's like, Every movie is like the same thing almost, yeah. you know? I like the duality <laughs> of their relationship. Yeah. About two sides of the, the of the same coin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're both fighting for the exact same thing, but approach right. it in very, very different ways. Right. But they have this underlying bond. You see it in the comic book. Oh. You see it in the... T like, it's... I love that. That is one of the most complex relationships. But, like, the foundation of it all, though, is very simple. Yeah. You know, when they're playing chess against each other. Oh, that's In the beautiful. prison, in the yeah. original ones, right? Oh, so, so good. It's great. I love it. I yeah. love it. Oh, man. To be honest with you guys, when I read this question, the first thing I thought of was Kane and Undertaker. Oh, okay. Nice. They actually just had a match the other day. I saw that. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia. Against Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Come on. We yeah. live in the night. I don't know why. Like, as soon as I saw brotherly relationships, I'm thinking, man, The Undertaker and Kane have had a pretty tumultuous relationship. Oh, That's man. true. Yeah. I was... Wow. 
I always like Kane, but he was kind of definitely like he's not the mayor of some town in some city. Yeah, yeah. Like in WWF land or no, in real, no, like real in the real life. world. He's oh, like, really? yeah, yeah, he's the mayor of I can't remember where it is, but Glenn Jacobs is his name. Yeah, he played the dentist when Bret Hart fought the yeah. dentist. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, what? Isaac Yankum, DDS. <laughs> Yankum. Check out that poll. Yeah, Bret Hart fought him. You remember when people would always have signs that said like Kane is my dentist. Really? That's yeah. Hilarious. Now he is the mayor. Of, yeah. I can't remember what the town is, but yeah. it's pretty funny. And then the other one I had for the strongest, or actually, I don't know. There's the Anakin Obi one. Oh, of course. You can't yeah, deny that's, that, that's right? Grabs did yeah. mention that, and I love that scene. Anakin, you are my brother. Oh yeah. yeah like, that's the chosen is... one, Anakin. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I always viewed, at least from the Phantom Menace, I viewed it as more as of a fatherly relationship, but I liked that it molded into more of a a brotherly relationship. Yeah. It's so good. Well, I I, I got the sense of with Phantom Menace is like a burden, right? Because it's meant to be Qui-Gon. Yeah. And, you know, and Obi-Wan here, he is just becoming, like leaving Padawan and becoming a knight. And now he has to, he has this burden to watch over the chosen one. Yeah. And then it just grows into something incredible. You, you go to Charles Soule's run too of Anakin yeah. and Obi-Wan. Oh, that's, that's a great, great pick. Is, sure. it, is it Obi-Wan's fault? All of it, do you think? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, things would have been a lot different if, if Anakin had Obi or uh, had Qui-Gon for sure. Because yeah. Qui-Gon was only kind of like grayish, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas Obi-Wan's always been so pure and so good. And it, they just butted heads so much. And Anakin kind of outgrew Obi-Wan yeah. in some points too. Especially Return of the Jedi, even the clone, or Revenge of the Sith and Clone Wars. You can kind of see that. He wasn't ready too at no. first, right? To take him on. Yeah, because so. he was a Padawan, basically. He had the Padawan. Yeah, yeah. He, he just became a knight. He yeah. just became a knight towards the end of the film, right? When he took on Anakin. Whew. Yeah, wild. Yeah, poor guy. Wild. You got anything, <laughs> man? Um, okay, well, I can do... I'll, I'll, I'm a Spider-Man guy, so I'll go Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Mm. But the PS4 game, I don't really like how they've handled, actually, Miles Morales and Peter Parker going after the events of 2015's Secret Wars. Yeah. I think they really kind of messed up what they could have established with those characters. But going into the PS4 game, because it's a new universe, I love what they do. I don't want to spoil, spoil much in that game, but Miles is going through some stuff, and Peter's like kind of right there to guide him and kind of be like that Uncle Ben figure. And, I mean, everybody looks up to Spider-Man in this world, too. So Spider-Man also kind of mentors Miles in this world. It's it's fantastic. So I love that. And um, not going really comic book-like, I'm a big fan of uh, The Shawshank Redemption. It's like one of my favorite oh, books of all time. so good. The movie is, it's the best. It's one of the best movies of all time. And the relationship between the main character, Andy Dufresne, and uh, Red, Morgan Freeman's oh. character, is like no other. Just this instant connection those guys have through and through, even when they make it out of the prison. I mean, spoiler alert, but come on, it's like <laughs> in the 90s. I love those two's dynamic. It's so just, good. Yeah, it's so good. So those are uh, yeah, my boys for life, I guess you could say. So I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't say Batman and Nightwing. And I, I have that too. Batman yeah. and Nightwing, of course, especially with Nightfall. Yeah. You know, the events of Nightfall when Dick Grayson kind of confronts Batman. Like, why didn't you pick me to carry the mantle of Batman as opposed to uh, oh, John yeah. Paul Valley? Yeah. And Batman has some really cool words for Nightwing. That's fantastic. And uh, Forever Evil, when they mm-hmm. fake Dick Grayson's death. Right. And then Batman and Nightwing duke it out in this training session. I love that. It's so cool. And then I think Robin knocks Batman really hard. And then Batman yeah. knocks Robin. And then he drops the whole line, like, why do we fall down to get up? They, they yeah. take the line right from Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Those two is just, it's the best. Especially lately in the comics, right? Right, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So good. And then Batman, or Nightwing's obviously become Batman a couple times too, right? He's he surpassed Batman a couple ways because he's seen the light, but he can also be... 
the dark too, you know, if he wants yeah. to. I, I think, you know, if DC was smart with this new streaming service, they'd be really smart to put like an animated series of Nightwing. Oh, for and sure. Just focus on Nightwing and have like some of the same rogues galleries from Batman and like his own. Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven. Just have him like in his own city starting out. Maybe have Barbara Gordon as like a uh, supporting character as well. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Batgirl makes an appearance. So yeah, Batgirl and Nightwing. It's just them. That'd be, well, Slade Wilson, because Slade Wilson was like Deathstroke was originally yeah. the Teen Titans villain, and That's he right. was Nightwing's villain or Robin's villain. Really? Yeah, yeah. So that would been oh. oh, that would been great. But we've seen an Arrow already, right? We've had mm-hmm. Deathstroke yeah. so yeah. much in there already, and so. he's in Justice League. Exactly. If we'll ever get him in again, I don't know. <laughs> we'll but he see. looks sweet in the movies. So. He does. He looks really good. It's perfect casting. Don't waste it, WB. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second part of this question. What characters have had the biggest rift between them to both ruin and strengthen their bond? There's a very obvious one out there. Captain America and Iron Man. Oh, oh of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the big rift between the two is cinematically done really well. Yeah. Also in the comic books, and eventually they're coming back together, or presumably coming back together in Avengers 4 in the cinematic universe, and we've seen the repercussions of it in the comic book universe as well. The way it's executed in both, very differently, but I love how they did it in the MCU. They really took it and tweaked it and did something very different, but the fact that they still haven't talked to each other in Infinity War, yeah. really well done. Which do you think was better, Civil War comics or Civil War... Captain America's movie, which did it better. Is this a snapocalypse early? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I I don't know. The consequences of Civil War we haven't really seen come to complete fruition in the cinematic universe. So I'm going to hold judgment on that until we see how it all comes back around. Because there's got to be that that meetup, right? We know it's happening. Their final meetup. Yes. And what it's going to be, how they're going to interact with each other. And how maybe they'll sacrifice themselves. Oof. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I, you know, to answer that question, I'm gonna go with the comic, just because like more people were involved, and you had Spider-Man taking off the mask, yes. revealing that he's Peter Parker, and That's you don't get sides. that. Yeah, and there's so many like people, like everybody, like you know, I didn't even read comics at the time, but there was like an article in the newspaper about it. I don't even remember like why it was in the newspaper, but I read it. I'm like, that's such a cool concept. Yeah. For a comic book story, and I actually picked up comics and read them uh, for that time, and like I never did back then, but like that story drew me in, and so uh, you know I'm gonna have to go to the comic. Nice man, Mark yeah. Millar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, do you got one? Or... Uh, yeah, I had one, and oh, <laughs> it just popped in my head, but it popped back in. Uh, Watchmen, Rorschach mm. and Night Owl. Ooh, nice. You know, there's a disagreement of where they want to take the Watchmen, and Grab's you know, gonna like that. I oh, know, yeah. Grab's huge Watchmen fan. You know, I, I love it. And the Watchmen TV series is going to be coming out soon on HBO. So that's a great uh, place for it. But, you know, no, just the breakdown of, you know, they want the superheroes to stop superheroing. Rorschach continues doing his thing. Night Owl stops. And there's like kind of that fight between them. You know, but then they, they make up at the end. Well, mm-hmm. do they make up at the end? It's been a while since I've read it. No spoilers. And read it and watched <laughs> no it. <spoilers. laughs> I don't think they, well, they kind of do. I don't know. I had to rewatch it. It's one of those movies that, like, I always intend on watching it, but then I have the, like, ultra, like, four-hour cut on 4K. Classic Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have a 4K player, so I'm, like, really holding out once I get my 4K player and TV. your 4K TV. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then I can watch the the four-hour cut, but I've still been watching. I got to watch the three-hour cut, so. You're saving out until you have to drop four grand on a new TV. and Actually, no. It's pretty cheap. You could probably get, like, a... 
55 inch 4k tv for like less than 700 bucks yeah actually you know is this that cost yeah. it's like 755 actually, tvs are pretty yeah, yeah we're, we're looking at an 85 inch tv Ooh. but they're not it's not too bad yeah for an 85 it's like inch a dresser TV. it's like the size yeah. of a dresser. <laughs> it's just the side of his wall you get troy to carry it down like <laughs> <laughs> just well, i'm actually coming out like next year i heard Really? Yeah, 8K TV. I'm waiting for a 32K. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I don't think you would need 8K unless it's like, yeah, 85 inch or above. Because, like, isn't, I don't know, like, I could be, like, way out to lunch. But isn't, I always thought, like, if you watch, like, a VHS on, like, like a 10 inch TV or something, it'll look just fine. But it's when, like, the TVs get bigger and bigger, the VHS gets, like, messier pixelated. and pixelated. Yeah, pixelated yeah. So, like, if you watch, like, a VHS on, like, a 50 inch TV, it looks like shit. But if you watch, like, a Blu-ray on like a 40-inch TV, you'll be fine. But can, can we tell the difference between HD and 4K though? Like, can our eyes I, resolve I, I, that? I, I can. I, can. I, I just can, got yeah. um, just got a 4K last week, and I've been playing Spider-Man 4 in there. You can I notice the difference. The difference. Eh? Yeah. Oh my god, do I ever notice the difference? Well, it's, it's, I, I noticed oh. that they said sometimes like Hollywood movies when they release them in 4K, they're just like the upscaled version of the right. Blu-ray. Whereas like very few actual movies have been shot in 4K. Well, it's right. like the IMAX thing too, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shot in IMAX versus converted to IMAX. Right. Three D. Shot in three D versus converted. Oh, yeah. To IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You can tell. Yeah, you can yeah. definitely tell. So definitely, there's some websites out there where you can check that it's like just get the Blu-ray or yeah. no, you need the 4K for this. Yeah. So. <laughs> this has been an episode full of tangents. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, to cap of this off, finally, which character friendship has made the least sense to you? Oh man, this one oh. here. Okay, you guys gonna have to come to me last. I got one here. Okay, Wolverine and Rogue slash Jubilee. I never fully oh, okay. got those relationships or that. For I, the movie, both. Rogue and Wolverine for the movie. Yeah, Rogue Jubilee, and Jubilee Rogue. for the comic books, yeah. right? And the '90s cartoon and all that. Right. I never fully got that relationship. I understand where they're going with it, but this feral man—I don't know. I never. I guess it's to make the character sympathetic. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah, that soft spot. But I just never got where they found something relatable. To me, it just seemed that we have to make this character more sympathetic. Therefore, we need to pair him with this female character. Mm. I don't know. I never really got it because it doesn't work for me either In with X-23. See, it never works with me either in the Logan movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work for me either. I, I agree with you. I, I feel more so the connection between Jubilee and Wolverine, but I think it's just because we have more time yeah. with them. I was never a big fan of the Rogue and Wolverine on the, in the movies. No. Never, no. never. Like, no. I never, she never, never had any powers. Well, she yeah. did, but like she wasn't like the badass from the animated series. No, not at all. Yeah. With the well, southern she, accent. Yeah, yeah. She may have. I've referred to a few characters like this in the past, but she's it's just a device, right? To, yeah. to depower Wolverine or to depower X person when they needed it. Yeah. yeah. And she never. I don't. Like, her arc never really got finished at all. No, because doesn't she like? She was kind of the focal point in the it. third one. Doesn't she take her powers away or at the last yeah, she second? She takes that shot. Yeah, that she does injection. take it. Eh, so she yeah. becomes like human, or I think she's about to. But then, but then something else happens. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a I while. She, yeah, but no, I think she gets rid of them. But then she, there's the road cut of Days of Future Past where right. she comes back and oh has right, her yeah, 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 it's like 15 minutes. Finite. I yeah. Guess, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I got one. C three PO and um Luke Skywalker. Never got that relationship. Yeah. Never got that relationship. Like, what are you doing well, here? His father built that droid. Yeah, but That's he doesn't huge. know that. No, he doesn't. Neither does C three PO. That's on the bottom. Point? It says like made by Anakin. Maybe he like on the, the foot. Back? On it's the, not, yeah, it's under the, the foot. Right? Yeah, Anakin. yeah. 
With the backwards K? Yeah. <laughs> like Andy? <laughs> can can uh, we say Anakin and Padme? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you got it. Is is that one? Because like in the beginning... Are you she, an angel? Yeah, she's quite a bit older than him. And... Yeah, like four years? Four or five years? No, oh, man. Four. She's a good ten years older than oh, him. Yeah, yeah. She, realistically <laughs> she is. But I think I think Anakin's ten there and she's meant to be like 14, 15. He's like, th- like but five. She's, she's definitely older than him, for sure. Yeah, but... and then the okay, next I gotta one... I got to say one they're... thing. Force or not. My, my, our kids are turning four. There's no way next year they're building freaking pod racers. <laughs> yeah. Kid was not five. <laughs> Yo, but he's Anakin. It's like yeah. it's a different like sun cycle. So maybe like five Earth years, but I meant like five years on the planet he was on. A year. That's not how the body works. <laughs> We've constructed the idea of a year. Our body doesn't know that. Yeah. No, it knows. I told it. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna go with that one. Anakin and Padme just seemed. I don't know, like hey, the dialogue. C three PO first. Yeah. No, I'm changing my changing it. You're changing it. Throw okay. it out. C three PO, you're back in. Okay. Anakin, uh, Padme, you're out. Uh, I'll just throw in quickly because this is just horrible. Um, Batman and Robin, Alicia Silverstone's Batgirl. Oh, oh my Batman, goodness, like, just, that made no sense. She's like <laughs> Alfred's niece. I adopted a 32 year old man. <laughs> yeah. What? You know, you're you're not a ward. <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> You want to stay in this house, do your laundry with kung fu moves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did Joel Schumacher think, like, that would be badass when he's, like, Wait, doing the happens? socks? Yeah. Yeah, he, like, he, like, puts it through his toes and he, like, drags out all the water. He does all these, like, kung fu That nonsense. was Batman Forever, wasn't now, it? He, yeah, that was Batman Forever. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Oh, my goodness. And he just walks away from the laundry room. Like, did you he does hear there regular? was, like, a extended cut of Batman Forever? Like, no, a director's I, cut. I'd watch it. Where it's, like, more darker. They show, like, Two-Face getting out of jail. They show Batman confronting like this giant bat, and like he reads in his parents' like journal. Like man bat? Yeah, kind of. What? He like reads in his parents' journal that like he, his parents didn't want to go see a movie. Like Bruce really wanted no to see way. this movie, so he feels guilty about them dying. That's pretty dope. Yeah, and then they cut it all <laughs> out. Word <laughs> outies. So yeah, I don't know. WB messing with the movies again. Oh, man. Yeah. There you go. That must be our most tangential <laughs> grabs question ever, and. Grabs like yeah. okay. Whenever there's there, like grabs. yeah, you know, like at Christmas, some people put like conversation starters on tables. Grabs sure. should like do that for like a full time job. Yeah, yeah. conversation, like speed dating. Yeah, he should. He should be like a speed dater questioner. That yeah, drops the lines. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, you, maybe you... he should change his name to from Grabs because if you're doing speed dating, Grabs and speed dating, you know, <laughs> grab a date, <laughs> eliminate with, with that. We're going to move on to Matthew's question for this week before we get into the Snapocalypse. Yes. Matthew's got a few Star Wars questions here, at least one Star Wars question here, and one comic book-related question. Nice. The first one being, this again from Matthew Salver, Sir Matthew, one of the best. Yeah, man. How would you like to see Star Wars Episode Nine end? Should Kylo be redeemed, remember he killed Han, or should he be killed? Let's start with that one, and then we'll move on to the second part of the question. <clears throat> um should he be killed no should he be redeemed oh should he be redeemed oh no no yeah i'm gonna say no after episode eight definitely not he killed his dad he killed his dad he almost killed his mom he definitely would have killed his uncle yeah if he could have. oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) more than anything right yeah Yeah. Yeah. my my personal opinion on this is that i don't think there's a redemptive arc for kylo ren in this to be honest with you i don't know if there's a redemptive arc for darth vader (laughs) oh i never i never fully bought that like i get what happened he eventually turned he acknowledged his 
but the, the guy, man, the, the, he slaughtered kids. Oh, yeah. And he spent 20 years slaughtering humans, His whatever he get in front Like, yeah. you saw Rogue One, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slaughtered those guys. You know, a couple years before he's redeemed. So I was never a huge fan of the redemptive arc in that. Like, I, I, I get the storytelling and all that, the hero's journey. You know, the prequels really contextualized a lot of it. Yeah. But for me, Kylo Ren's too far gone. Yeah. Like, what I want to see for the end of Episode Nine, the start of his question here, a small part of me wants to see this thing go down in flames. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want almost the entirety of the Force or the idea of the Force, the Jedi. We don't really use Sith in this new saga mm-hmm. portion here, but the idea of the good, bad, the dark light just collapse in on itself and go down in complete flames. There's a part of me too that wants to see Rey sacrifice herself to end Kylo's reign of terror, to end the First Order. I want them to shock us. I want to be moved. I want to be sitting in that theater and not have it closed to Ray, Finn, and Poe standing together laughing. High-fiving at the end like a 96 Exactly. <laughs> I really want this thing. I want them to go bold. I want them to think Avengers Infinity War yeah. for the end of this saga. You yeah. know, they're talking about being the end of the Skywalker saga. Let's end it. I don't want yeah. some ambiguity. I don't want it to be left open. I almost want to be just sitting there thinking like, oh my God, that just happened. Yeah. And then give us a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, think the end of X-Men The Last Stand with Magneto. Yes. You know, he yeah. gets shot with those things, yeah. and he's standing there trying to move, and then it just shifts, and then it goes yes. black. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like, to me, that would be great. Down. I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got to be. It can't. I don't want, you know, J.J. Abrams, he's a nostalgia guy. He brought back Star Wars. I don't want him to end it the same way that Return of the Jedi ended. With the Ewoks? With the Ewoks. Party. <laughs> just everyone's standing around. The Empire's gone. Vader's gone. The Emperor's gone. And there's there's no stakes there for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the film to death. But they have an opportunity here to do something a little different. They have a universe they're going to be expanding on for years to come. Yeah. Let's see something different. Yes. And do not do a Kylo Ren redemptive arc. Right. You, there's, he can't come back from what he's done. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I hear you. I, I'm kind of on the same page. I would... I would really like a, um, a Return of the Sith kind of idea going on where mm-hmm. Dark Side's like fully embraced, mm-hmm. taken over. Even if Rey walked that path of going dark, oh, it's yeah. hard now for them to go back on that, what's been established already. Yeah. But if we got to see a turn of Rey going dark, even killing Kylo, that would be cool. Or the sacrifice, like you mentioned, if they both went out, yeah, that'd be cool. And the Force is just gone and you have like some of these rebels and Finn just being like, what like yeah. gone, you know like that would be kind of interesting but yeah i don't know how you end it you definitely don't redeem kylo definitely no. not mm-hmm. definitely not that ship sailed um i definitely want him to bite it though yeah. i definitely want force force ghost too like not like a force ghost party or a parade <laughs> you know but i definitely get the medals again <laughs> but i do think because it was the end of the skywalker saga well it started with anakin not to be an Anakin fanboy here, but I think it'd be right to see his Force Ghost appear. I think that yeah. would make a lot of sense. We could get away without not seeing Yoda because we saw him in the last one, and he was to me like the best thing of the Last Jedi. I think he was executed extremely well, and uh, I don't know if you even have to see Obi Wan at this point because it's kind of tricky. Just because, do you bring back Al Guinness somehow, or do you go the Hugh McGregor route? Because then you're kind of messing with like the look. Yeah. Of yeah. that Force Ghost, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think the safest bet really would be is just Anakin, Luke, appearing back as Force Ghost. But does Anakin being present push you towards a redemption arc for Kylo Ren? Him coming and saying no. that 
look, my ways were flawed yeah. as Vader. This I found the I've refound the light. You need yeah. to walk this path, Kylo. Yeah. You're chasing this this godlike yeah. this this entity in your head that you've built up to be so big. Yeah. But I'm not that person. I I'm not. I didn't die that way. Right. Does that send you down a path of Kylo being, or at least recognizing that his 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 path has been flawed. He's been basically tricked or manipulated into that path, and he veers and walks a different path. Because to me, Anakin leads you down a more redemptive arc for Kylo. Because he Anakin should have no relationship with Rey unless no, they reveal no, something bigger. Not. It's got to be a relationship with. Kylo. Godson, or grandson, yeah. which I think would be more cool if if it showed a lot more character of uh, Kylo, if he could, you know, just like give the finger to Anakin. He's like, no, like it's more than just what you've done. Oh, I, I, I want to finish what Vader started, not no. what you did. Like I'm, I'm stronger than you. He's not. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I want to see him kind of challenge that and be like, no, like I know what I'm doing here. You failed. I'm not gonna fail, kind of thing. Yeah, him yeah. screaming at Anakin's force ghost, oh. saying "You're wrong." Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> okay, I, can I buy think that. I think that could be kind of cool. But I would like to see that confrontation between the two. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Any thoughts, man? Yeah. How do you want? How do you want episode nine to end? Uh, I want Batman to come out. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Bob> Gilmer. Yeah. <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> like sitting in theater, though. Like your expectations as someone's relatively new to yeah. the universe. How, how do you feel like what will make you happy what will satisfy you coming at the end oh, of this film geez. um it's a tough tough order because you know this tr- trilogy if you will like the new episode seven eight nine feels a little bit uh disjointed uh between seven and eight and then you throw a nine i don't really know how like i want this to end to be honest with you i want it to end with something that kind of like you that i'm surprised yeah, yeah. you know something that on do you want to be sitting i think at the end of the day with your jaw on the floor something yes. that I, you know i want to see happened. again yes. and you know something that keeps the universe open so that we can get episode 10 i want it i want it slightly open though i like, don't want to the... introduce like a th- another threat like you know the extended universe what would they call those other there's, there's a horrible name there's that other species out there they were crazy there's ah, there's another species but would you introduce another threat maybe at the end like slightly like the like the gist even that's been introduced in the the latest Anakin and uh, Thrawn book, and then yeah. there's another one that was from the extended universe. I don't know what because you know? to me, I want it open just just a bit. Yeah, like yeah. just that little force move at S- the end. Slightly, right? I, I don't want the door to be swung wide open, and it's like, okay, guys, come on in next year. Or something. Else. I just, yeah. I want to feel some finality to it. Yes, and if and if it has to to change into something different, maybe I'm hung up a bit on Infinity War and yeah. what I think Avengers Four is going to be. This end to something bigger and the beginning of something else while using the common threads through those films. But it, I, I want to be sitting there just what? Right. Like just in bumping awe. elbows. Yeah. yeah. Just like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, smash right. red skulls. Yeah. Red skull. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want those feelings. Yes. And, like the theater went dead silent when the snap happened. Yeah. Yeah. I want to experience that again yes. in star Wars. Yeah. Just yeah. like everyone's white knuckling it. Yeah. In the theater. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. Force related though. It has to be something force. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Very force related. And I think the tease has to, I I wasn't a huge fan of the broom boy tease. Oh yeah. But it's something very small. Yeah. Just very minor. I want them to end on Canto Bite. (laughs) You would. (laughs) All right. The second part of Matthew's question here. I had a lot of fun with that one. I wanted to explore that further down the road. We're going to have all year to discuss that. For sure. 
Now he had a conversation with Sir Grabs about the most powerful superhero and it got him thinking. Who is the most powerful superhero in the Marvel Universe? Comics. We're going to say comics here. Okay. And who is the most powerful superhero in the DC Universe? His answer was Batman and Sir Grabs laughed at him. Oh <laughs> man, Batman is up there for yeah. sure. He says at the end here, always love the show. Thanks guys. Uh, we Batman, appreciate yeah. that. Warms the heart. Thanks Thank sir. Thank you. Most powerful, back-to-back, most okay. powerful Marvel, most powerful DC character. Marvel, I'm going Onslaught, the combination of Professor Xavier and Magneto, and DC, I'm going Doomsday. Ooh. Yeah. Not where I thought you were going to go with that. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Well, Actually, he did say superhero. Did I not mention that? Oh, so superhero, so it's got to be a hero. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, I see what you did there. Well, then Superman, um, DC, and for Marvel, um, Silver Surfer. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, piggybacking off of your onslaught, that reminds me of, uh, I think he's just a freak of nature, uh, Franklin Richards. Franklin oh, Richards yeah. Is that's right. Just, he, I guess he's actually a mutant, but he's the son of Reed Richards yeah. and Sue Storm. And, I mean, this guy's so powerful that like, he can make universes himself. Um, there's a great scene in Jonathan Hickman's run, Fantastic oh, yeah. Four, where he's, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little kid. <laughs> like, he's, he's playing under the covers and he's making his own pocket universes. Like, yeah. this kid's a freak of nature that his, I don't want to spoil anything, but it basically in um, Onslaught, he created basically the heroes reborn. Like, all these heroes that kind of died in the Onslaught world were like in Franklin Richards' like pocket universe. Like, this kid's just, he's awesome. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. So. And villain, um, or not no, villain, sorry, DC. DC. I go Superman. Villain, yeah. Superman? Yeah. 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 Superman. Yeah. yeah. Superman, yeah. So <laughs> I got, he's a villain sometimes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question. So you got yeah. Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman. Yeah. Do you think, like, you know, if they're, like, trying to make a child yeah. and she's not really, like, in the mood, she's like, oh, I'm going to turn invisible. Oh, but she turns invisible and leaves. And she's like, no, I'm still there. So she doesn't have to, like, do That's anything. That's not how it works. <laughs> she's like, I got a headache today. So I'm going to turn invisible. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, no, I'm still there. Don't worry. Like, have fun. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I think you'd catch on eventually. She's <laughs> like, I think, like, her, you just can't she's see like, her. She's like, no, I'm invisible. Her body's not. Man, that's for another time. I got a few guys I want to introduce you to. A few podcasts. You fit in real well. <laughs> Anyways, I have to agree with you guys. Superman is yeah. definitely the, the strongest DC universe character that's why i've always had a hard time with him in his portrayal right. outside mm-hmm. of man of steel and then for me originally i had thought for the marvel i thought hulk yeah right? but yeah. you mentioning professor xavier or you mentioned yeah. that i'd have to maybe go professor x yeah, yeah well, that's, a that's a good bad, one bad yeah or smiling witch after reading house of m oh Ooh, yeah 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 so where am i yeah. gonna land on this one i'm gonna say Scarlet Witch. Ooh. Elizabeth Olsen. Bendis, Bendis era Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Not cinematic universe Scarlet Witch. No. Bendis era Scarlet Witch is something else. She yeah. can basically flip reality on its yeah. head. So that's what I'm going to say. Just nice. to take a little sideways. Because everyone nice. kind of goes Hulk. But then Superman, that's such a vanilla answer. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of someone else, but I was like, that's why I said Doomsday. Because he killed Superman. So. That's right. And then he came back. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then they portrayed him on screen. And yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, let's get to the snap apocalypse yes. yeah, part excited. of this episode. So something a little different, a little sideways from what we normally do. But with the lack of news and anything really substantial, this is going to be kind of fun. So... We're going to try to keep any real swearing or anything like that to a minimum here and kind of keep with the non-explicit tag on this. But the idea behind this is that we've all, we've got a C-3PO head in here and it's got a bunch of different little notes we wrote on about things that we are debating 
it's kind of like the would, would you rather, right? We're yeah. debating the existence of something disappearing. So the same sense with the Thanos snap and half of the universe moving out of existence or, or flying away or being turned to dust, whatever it was. We're going to do the same thing here with two things. Like I said, Batman, Superman, Superman's gone from existence. Let's debate that sort of thing. So I'm going to reach in the first one and then we're just going to slowly kind of pass it around until they're gone. All right. Cool. Let's okay. Do it. So first one here for the snap apocalypse. Yeah. I'm nervous. Oh, all right. I've never done this before. And now it's on like recording, so like yeah. you know, it's our answer for the rest of time. Okay, here we go. The first Snap Apocalypse here. Okay. MCU films versus the rest of the Marvel movies, X-Men, Spider-Man, etc. Oh. So with one snap, Thanos moves out of existence all of the MCU films or all of the other Marvel films, which includes Rami Spider-Man, the X-Men, and all that stuff. So, yeah. Sanjay, I throw to you first. Oh, man, see, this is my question. So, I was debating this, like, on the drive up. Because the MCU has so many good films, but the other one, you know, I love the X-Men universe, I love the Spider-Man. I'm going to have to get rid of the rest of the uh, the Marvel movies and keep the MCU. I like the connectivity of it, and I like that you can, like, follow through the thread from movie 1 to 20. The other ones, there's no real connectivity, but I do love the X-Men films and the Raimi first two. So I'm going to keep the MCU. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree completely. And especially if you can get rid of those amazing Spider-Man films, at least amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2 yeah. and Spider-Man 3, then I'm fine with that. And Spider-Man's in the MCU now, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, buy everything else. But you're getting rid of, <laughs> you're getting rid of Spider-Man 2. That's okay. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I got Homecoming. Wow. Oh, yeah. Homecoming's... Homecoming over Spider-Man yeah, 2. I should definitely. have just put that in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's an easy one for me. MCU yeah, films all the way. Sure. Yeah. I'm, ha- I'm happy you for Thanos. You can get rid of Venom? Snap. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for him to snap out of existence. You can get rid of Electra? Fan four stick? Yeah, fan four stick. Ghost Rider? Fan four tastic. <laughs> no, there's some good films in there. Oh, for sure, but yeah. But comparatively, there's nothing even there's nothing I would even save over any MCU film. Really? So okay, so I the think worst passed over some MCU films. The worst you know. MCU film you still say you like better than the best other Marvel films. Maybe that's a little much. Like maybe like not Days Thor of the Future Past. That's good. Yeah. Uh First Class, Spider Man Two. Yeah. I guess I was gonna say Logan, but you're not a big fan. I'm not Deadpool? Throw this is Spider Man Two that good? Oh yeah. Spider Man Two? Is it that yeah. good? Yeah, I expect, I, it's good. Uh, yeah, it holds up. It holds up pretty well. Yeah. There's a charm to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. without Spider Man, like the first one. Thirty two year old Peter Parker that's supposed to be fifteen <laughs> really bothers me. But yeah, I guess like, but that was like kind of what they did at the time, right? Because you couldn't yeah. use like a no name actor to play Spider Man because comic book heroes weren't that big, right? Like, was Tobey Maguire an actor? Like, no, was he, he wasn't. He but was I mean, you go back like, to like even Saved by the Bell; those guys all look like they're like you yeah, thirties and nice. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> the times back then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, Dude, why are you six two two ten, man? Like, how long have you been working out for? Get out of here, nerd! <laughs> all right, Sanjay, you're up. Next right. question in the snap box. Oh, what's it gonna be? Ooh, Cap or Tony? Oh, all right, ooh, ooh. snapping it like in all media, yeah, all, media. all media, all existence. Wow, 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 Iron Man one's gone. Yeah, yeah, like everything. Like we don't know who Cap is. We don't know who Tony is. Like yeah, that makes Civil War exist. so shitty. Yeah, in all media. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, to never. So I guess I guess one thing that we should maybe qualify this a bit with. Do we have the memories of it? Like when they snap out of existence? Cause, yeah, I guess yeah, we so, have to. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like point four, no more cap stories and his exit, like 
but we remember yeah. the character. Yeah, so we know what we lost. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, so, wow. Because if you snap out of existence, you never know what you didn't exactly. have, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So you know what you're losing. Yeah. So you have, oh, okay. You have, like, the last one, you would have had the memories of those X-Men films, you just never get to see them again. Yeah. Oh, man. I never get to see any new X-Men films. Yeah. Well, we so probably is, won't anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. So this is no cap, mm-hmm. point okay. forward, and then everything that he's been in, he's just not there. Yeah. <laughs> man, that'd yeah. be so weird. Um... I'm gonna snap out Tony, Ooh. because you know without Cap, you know he need him. He's he's the uh, MCU. He's Marvel's like greatest hero, if you will. And you know, I mean, I guess without him, maybe, yeah, yeah. I I gotta keep Cap. I gotta keep Cap. Yeah. Oh, you know who I'm snapping out? As much as it, yeah. it breaks my heart to snap yeah. Tony Stark out of existence, and that character portrayal in the MCU, and even in the comic books. Yeah. I'm sure, like, the repercussions are huge. Oh, yeah. The yeah. absence... See, the problem is, thinking about this, is if you snap out of existence Iron Man 1, mm-hmm. do you have a Marvel Cinematic Universe? If well, you know, it starts with Incredible Hulk, so no. <laughs> well, no, it still start with Iron Man. It's Iron Man 1 first. Yeah. It's yeah, Iron but Man. I mean, if you snap it out of existence... Yeah, but, yeah, so what I'm saying is, without the absence of Iron Man the character and, and Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal... Do you even have that universe? If you don't kick it off with a hundred million dollar Iron Man project mm. that does extremely well, kicks off this universe, grounds it, gives it an identity. Yeah. yeah. Do you even have an MCU? No. Do you get with in the absence of Iron Man, if you have go Incredible Hulk, Thor, and Captain America, do you get an Avengers? No. 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 So the consequences there of snapping Huge. Tony, the character, out of existence is that you don't get any of this other stuff. Yeah. Well, and if you snap Tony out, who takes his place in Civil War? Who is Cap opposing? He can't oppose Hulk because he would just be. You don't have Civil War. You no, can't do no. that story. No, you can't. Cap. But you you could have him go against Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like the. Oh, I'd actually think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm still gonna say Tony, but the repercussions of it are mm-hmm. massive. I know, man. They're massive. It's not as simple as just saying, "Baba Iron Man." Yeah. It's maybe potentially goodbye to the entire cinematic universe it's this is kind of it's weird we haven't really thought this totally <laughs> the idea of this but no 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 we thought everything out but i guess it's the the consequences yeah that you're yeah. feeling from that snapping of existence yeah oh man that's yeah, a big one man, that's 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 crazy you know what i'm gonna caps my dude next to spidey but i have to say cap i'd have to say if that guy still stayed on ice like yeah you know we'd still be kind of where we are you know, in a sense, yeah. I feel uh, like a Black Panther or something. Yes, yeah, somebody would kind role. of, yeah, exactly. Somebody would kind of come in and take that place. So, so Spider Man would eventually grow up and kind of be as heroic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we would have someone eventually walk that line, you know, but you can't replicate Iron Man. Like, even um, his boy, uh, War Machine, cannot do no, not even Iron close. Man. That's you know? true. Not even close. Exactly. Ah, so. Wow. That was a tough. You know yeah, what? Man. When I first heard it, I was like, this is easy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. All right, yeah. Troy, you're up. All right. What do you got here, C3? Seinfeld vs. Friends. Ooh, another Sunday one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Seinfeld vs. Friends. You know, the guys at the Tumbling Saber and Gen X are going to hate me for this one. <laughs> but I think I was too young for Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. I think I didn't quite get it the way I get it now. When I will go back and rewatch episodes, they're fantastic. They're very oh, up yeah. the time. But it's so well done. But I don't have that relationship with Seinfeld that I do with Friends. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Friends was a show that was on every Thursday or whatever for yeah. my whole child, and I got it. I got the idea of it, and I kind of grew up with it a little bit. So I don't know. Because <laughs> point forward, I probably would have a better time going back and revisiting Seinfeld oh, than yeah. I would Friends. So with that in mind, I'm gonna snap Friends of it existence. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that's that's my logic there. Yeah. Point forward. I'm gonna go back and rewatch Seinfeld. <laughs> what about you? Trent? Oh yeah, I snap out Friends. Really? Like, no, I never even watch Friends. I think I've seen like maybe one episode. But really, yeah. really, but Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld's, Seinfeld's amazing. Oh, George but... Costanza. Yeah. Oh, these but... pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> I love Seinfeld. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I, yeah, I love Seinfeld too. But I'm gonna keep Friends. Really? I love Friends growing up. Yeah. Every yeah. Thursday was a much watch for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I was more of the time where I could watch it and like get the jokes and stuff. Right. Seinfeld ended when i was in grade six yeah yeah so i remember, that, yeah. I remember like people talking about the last episode and oh, like, they're, like they're in jail like what the hell the same I started. <laughs> no same conversation yeah 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 oh, so, yeah but no friends and uh i'm keeping i'm keeping friends you know nice. okay they'll nice. be there for me interesting all right what do you got c3po <laughs> i don't even know how many are in here all right, what are we snapping out of existence here? Darth Vader versus the Joker. Man, Ooh. this is all Sunjays. Did I just put questions in and you guys didn't put anything <laughs> Mom's in? Been just on the bottom. <laughs> okay, Darth Vader versus Joker. Who are you snapping out of existence? So this is all media. Right, all media. media right? Yeah, comics, so Dark Knight, uh, the Joker film. You know, all Anakin, any that's incarnation a good one, of man. Darth. Great villains. Jeez. Yeah, I think that, that's why he's two best in my opinion. Battle of the villains, right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is Batman Batman without Joker? No. I mean, he. if you go back and look at all the best Batman stories, he's in at least 50% of them. But Joker's Joker without Batman. Yeah. Is yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll find out uh, actually, <laughs> next year. I don't know. Can Joker. you have one without the other? I, I, I go, you could have, shoot, after Tom King, that's so hard to answer. Yeah. Before Tom King, I could definitely say you could be Batman. There's a Batman without Joker, but there's definitely no Joker without Batman. We're gonna right. see that though. Yeah, on, on but, film here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, yeah. The oh, yin and the yang, shoot. man. Yeah. That's t- well, yeah, because when you go back to Scott Snyder's run, when oh yeah, Jim Gordon takes over the Batman role and yeah. Bruce is, doesn't even remember being Batman, yeah, and Joker's like kind of back isn't joker like bored like joker like needs batman wasn't he just like some like random guy some random that like guy forgot. they both forgot who, yeah can't remember I, I feel like there's been a story when joker wants batman yeah like to he, be bat well remember. all the time like he's yeah. always like wanting batman to you know bring him out and he like you know in the dark night he's like kill you i don't want to kill you yeah you know what would i do without you so yeah. if you snap out of existence joker do you effectively snap out of existence batman i don't think so no, no. You i have... think you still have bat because his rogues gallery is huge yeah right? that's so true he's always gonna be the bane the riddler himself yeah sure yeah. you know what i mean the uh, Roz, like oh, man bat yeah, yeah. yeah clay face <laughs> but imagine snapping out of existence darth vader yeah oh yeah that's my my like hands down to me. Yeah. Joker. See ya. Yeah. 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 You out. It's a good question. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to re-justify here. You know, is there a debate to be had if you right. snap Joker, then you lose? Well, not Batman. when you're in the Star Wars nerd room like this. Yeah. Vader <laughs> has his own shelf. Yeah. I don't see no Joker, Joker shelf. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't have oh. a piece of. Actually, I have a 66 Joker. You remember the figures? Yeah. 
I have that. Oh, no that's way. sick. The yeah. Cesar Romero? Yeah, Cesar Romero. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I'm keeping Joker, obviously. Yeah, yeah of course. Over Vader? Come of on, course, man. man. The Dark Knight? You wouldn't have the Dark Knight movie? I, would, I will give up the entire Nolan trilogy Whoa. for that Rogue Dude, One yes. scene. <laughs> Read my mind right there, right? Well, you're making me choke. Oh, man. You're making me choke. I would have yeah. that whole trilogy. Oh, yeah. oh man. I was going to put like the Nolan trilogy versus like the Star Wars OG trilogy. I will gladly take the <laughs> Wow. Yeah, okay. Man. Okay. That scene like woke me up. That, <laughs> that was like I like that film, but like that scene just had me like spider senses all over the place for that one. That's just nuts. Uh, I, yeah, I'm definitely keeping. Well, I kind of figured you would. You have how many hot toys yeah, of Anakin? Yeah, I, got, I, got, I got the one. I got the one. But yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Uh, Vader. Vader. But that's that's a great question though because Joker, Vader, like those are like the biggest villains. Well, he was the only one right? that you could have a debate like any other. Yeah, I feel like. It would be like obviously Darth, but for this one, you know, I was like, no man, Joker. That's a good one. Man. I mean, I guess maybe we'll see after uh, the film comes out because there's no Darth Vader film, but there's going to be a Joker film. He's had a whole trilogy. He's had a whole six films. <laughs> He's had one of the best comic runs ever. Yeah. <laughs> just, Emperor. just wait. I mean, Emperor. has he ever won an Oscar? Star Wars won an Oscar. Maybe not. But him, so yeah, yeah, Darth never won, but Joker won one. When did Joker? Oh, he did. Heath yeah. Ledger got yeah. one, and Mark Hamill. So you snap out Joker. Mark Hamill has no post Star Wars. That's okay. Appearance. <laughs> Pick the next one. We're getting ourselves in trouble. Here. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Who's who's said this one? MCU or Star Wars? Yeah, that's me. Oh, Troy uh, the boy. The exact same one. In there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's only wave. eight questions in this one. Oh man. Um. So is this just the movies? I had it for the for the films. Yeah, me yeah. too. Okay, okay, because cool. then like the comic books, if you snap out the MCU, the comic books still are there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, film universes. Oh, I I'm more I'm more connected to the MCU for sure. Yeah, I'm just getting into Star Wars, so like maybe it'll change in like when I've seen Empire Strikes Back like for the fiftieth time, <laughs> but I've seen like way more Marvel. MCU films. You got so. the Blu-rays. The I got the, I got books. St- oh I got all still books of the Star Wars too. That's yeah. true. I got yeah. all ten. So yeah, looks good. Yeah, ten. Yeah. So you <laughs> snap out. Uh, I snap out Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh. Do we even meet? So, okay. So if, if there's you, no Star Wars, we never even we'll, meet. No, we would meet. Would we? We would have all met eventually. I told this story on a podcast the other day. On TSW did a one-on-one with Rob Cass, and I told nice. the exact story about how nice. we all the met. Origin story. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, that's a good question though. So clarify. We'll come back to that. If Star Wars disappears, the films, does that mean the toys go? Yeah. Everything. Yeah, because we, we know about it. Like, we'd still remember its existence. That's where, that's where right? this is kind of funny. It's yeah. like, do we yeah. know about it? But does, like, what are the con? Like, I think we should, right? Like, yeah, the films and all. We should know everything exists, but it, like, everything disappears. Yeah. So, yeah. like, all this room empties. So, just that's like. crazy. So, so, I guess, again, to re clarify this <laughs> as <laughs> no. we go, it's you know about it, but the, the, the consequences. So, you, you erase the films. And you erase everything with it. So everything yeah. Star Wars related goes. Yeah. yeah. Because the, the knock-on effect is that in the absence of the original trilogy, you don't have any of this stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. But we still have memory of it. Yeah. We still yeah. would have meant. But yeah. yeah so <laughs> and then you erase the MCU. Yeah. Holy man. This is a tough one for me. This is why I put this down because I wanted to have a little bit of something that it wasn't just so black and white. Right. right. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. what I would do. That's a tough one. Uh, my fandom is probably more heavily rooted in Star Wars. Yeah. And in the absence of those films and collecting and the relationships that I've built around that, this podcast, a lot of knock-on effects from that. But the MCU is the MCU. Oh, man. It's probably, 
I've had I've had more fun. Can I say this? Oh yeah. Have I had more fun oh, with yeah. the MCU in the last five years <clears throat> than I have with Star Wars? Well, there's twice as many films. Yeah, and there's Yeah, you compare the last five years, right? Both yeah. properties. What what have you had more fun with, do you think? Definitely the MCU. Yeah, I think Especially so. Especially coming off of like yeah, like Winter Soldier, Ragnarok, Infinity War, Ragnarok, Homecoming. So that's tough. Man. <laughs> I'd have to say, I think, yeah. so what I... <laughs> I'm going to snap the MCU to existence. Ooh. Wow. Yep. I have to because, like I said, my fandom is rooted. My nerddom is rooted in Star Wars. Yep. In the absence of that, I don't know who I am as a human. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, man? I, I'm snapping um, MCU. And I, yeah. and I say that, though, because I still have the comics, right? Like, yeah. For yeah. me, like, yeah. I, I, like, that's my, my number one thing. But Star Wars, my... There's nothing like seeing a Star Wars film. I, there's nothing like seeing an MCU film either, though, right now, right? Like, it's a really tough, but I mean, if I had to lose, like, my, like, jeez, my, my MCU Marvel Legends, uh, MCU anything, it would suck a lot. But I could still hold on to, like, a Hot Toy Star Wars or Hot Toy Black Series. Yeah. I'm going that route, right? So, nice. buy MCU. That one gives wow. me goosebumps. That's the tough one. Well, though, I'm, right? I'm the only one left watching MCU films. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, <laughs> all right. Is that me? Is that Sunny? No, it's, it's you. It's, it's all you, baby, all right. baby. All right, see what do you got here? What do we got, Seep? What do we got here? <laughs> MCU versus Star Wars. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> is that like six of them? Like MCU versus Star Wars. <laughs> And the winner is... <laughs> Can't be too many left in there. I think there's only like three left here. <laughs> Movie theaters versus home viewing. Oh, wow. Is that tra- or that's, that's Tim? Me. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe this will be something that we can't even decide because maybe movie theaters will go out of existence in our lifetime. It's uh, true. Yeah, it could no? be slowly being snapped I mean, into existence. Look at look at the drive-in. The billions um, of dollars that are being made, though. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, but... Um, I'm going to get rid of movie theaters. Um, there's still other stuff you could do, go out with. You know, you can go uh, pubs. You can go watch sporting events. Uh, but just the thing of watching it at home, like, that's where the movie lives. And that's where the movie, like, gains its cult status and kind of, like, grows. Uh, you know, like, movie like Gravity, where it was amazing to see on IMAX. People don't talk about it as much anymore because on home video... Avatar is a great example. Avatar too, you know? (laughs) You see it in theaters, like, this thing's amazing. When you go home and watch it, like, yeah, it's all right, but it's not as cool as when you watch it on a 100-foot screen, right? I have it, and it's still in this package. Yeah, yeah. it's wrapped. Me too. Yeah, you're just like, everyone has it, but you're not going to watch it. Um, So, yeah, I I like home video. You know, I have, obviously, almost 2,000 movies, so I'm going to go stay with home video. Okay. Yeah, okay. What do you think, man? Uh, theaters. I'm keeping the theaters, man. Yeah. The, to me, there's nothing like a, a theater experience. So. Oh, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. Home uh, video is just. Yeah, I know home video is so convenient. It's great, but uh, yeah. Especially like with uh, kids and little ones, you know, you don't get to go to the theater as much anymore. That's true. Yeah. Like me and my wife used to maybe go in a year thirty movies. Mm-hmm. Holy moly! Now it's like. Wow five <laughs> yeah it's tough right yeah it's, really tough it's gonna to get, get less yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, for me it's definitely home viewing gone yeah, yeah. i for me the the biggest thing with the movies and i've said this before it's the only place on the planet where you are just doing one thing yeah yeah sitting there watching not including yeah. eating or whatever but you are fixated on something for two hours. There's yes. no other place 
that I would hazard a guess that anyone really goes anymore where they do not pull their phone out of their pocket. You don't sit at a hockey game. You don't sit at work. You don't sit in your wherever, the bus, anything. You always have another distraction. A movie theater, you're focused for two and a half yeah. hours on yeah. that specific thing. Yes. Yeah. And at home, you're up, you're down, you're in the fridge, you're taking a leak, you're on your phone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That experience, just outside of even the movie, that experience of just being fixated on something and focusing on one singular thing is a very rare thing. Oh, and yeah. that is yeah. probably the main reason I would not give up movie theaters. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then you have the experience on top of that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like seeing it, when you see a really good film that you're engrossed with and you're with like a good crowd, like a horror film where like people are like screaming or yeah. like not talking through. Animated all, crowd. Yeah. Makes a difference. Or like a comedy, people are laughing around. Like, or just after, like you just chat with people. It's just shared experience. I mean, yeah. Red, like Red Skull review, man. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget yeah, that. Never, <laughs> never, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ball, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. That was another big yeah. one. Yeah, ah, so good, so good. All right, the last one for the Snap Apocalypse: comics versus film. Oh wow! Ooh. All film. All film? All comics. Oh, oh, man. I'm going to have to get rid of all comics. I mean, all films for the rest of my life? I would say all nerd films. Yeah. All. Then. <laughs> yeah. I want to qualify that. I don't know. Well, just film okay, comics. Okay, if it's, if it's all nerd films, I'm keeping comics. Because in my opinion, the stories of comics are much more complex than what they give you in the film. So you're getting rid of Dark Knight. You're getting rid of MCU, Star Wars, yeah. Star Trek, everything. Ooh, yeah. Star Wars has to go too. Yeah, you have, yeah. To, you have to go there, man. But um, then you have to give up 70 years of storytelling in mm-hmm. comic books. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing with comics is uh, the stories. Like, you look at, like, a really good, like, Scott Snyder's run in Batman. Yes. As good as, like... Uh, some of the other stuff was and like movies and stuff like it just doesn't go as, as deep you know mm-hmm. comics every month or every two weeks in dc's case you're getting like a brand new story and movies maybe come out like a batman movie comes out like once every like eight years now you know what i mean yeah we don't even know yeah we don't even know when the next <laughs> one's coming out if it is at yeah, all another one's coming out like wednesday yeah right you know yeah. so it, it, as they say in friends they'll be there for you so what are you getting rid of i'm getting rid of uh nerd films nerd films yeah me too, man. I'm getting rid of the films. I need my comics. Right. I need them. I gotta have them. You can always go back to those stories, like you mentioned. I mean, seventy years of like fantastic storytelling across the board, DC, mm-hmm. Image, Marvel, whatever you have. Like it's you, to me, you just can't beat it because we're always looking for that ad- adaptation, right? Like Infinity War, like we want to see yeah. Infinity War, the comic, even though you know, like it doesn't have to be, and they can take liberties. And I love Infinity or Infinity War, the movie, for what it is, but. There's nothing like reading those those six uh, issue story arcs and just being blown away by that reveal or that splash page, right? Yeah. Where your favorite artist is on the book, or your favorite writer is on the book. Like to mm-hmm. me, it's just there's nothing like it. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, man, yeah. as much as I want to agree with you <laughs> <Yeah>. guys, <laughs> I'm a, is this is this sacrilege? I'm gonna have to. Avengers number one. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to knock out comics. So Gone. then, if you but if you get rid of comics, then there'll be no like future nerd movies because all the best ones are based off comics. It's a good point. You know, let's assume <laughs> that that's not the case, because <laughs> this makes this a moot point then. But I, to me, I love the visualization of the on-screen film yeah. experience, and I crave that that cinematic experience more than I do comics. Like I love reading comics. Mm-hmm. I love getting the stories, and I can appreciate how much is there that I still haven't even looked at, haven't read, haven't touched. Yeah. 
And I guess most of the film experience I've had, I, I've seen kind of everything I want to see to this point in my life, right? right? There's a few films I haven't seen that I probably should, but there's hundreds of comic books I haven't read. So, uh, but to never watch another Star Wars film, another MCU film, this is even worse than the... <laughs> the but then I have to give up all... I'm giving up... Buy comics. Wow. Comics are gone? Comics, comics are, gone. are gone. Wow. I got to keep yeah. the film. I, th- I yeah. got to keep the films. Yeah. But running with the assumption that the same story is going to be told in the MCU film. Like, you know what I mean? And the, like the, those stories, even all of those comics. I don't know. Is it a consequence of this? This is. I, I think so. Yeah. If you get rid of comics, then like you can't adapt anything else going forward. Let's just assume that they still exist. That's, that's tough. <laughs> to yeah. make it to make it at least a debatable topic. <laughs> so yeah, I'd give up comics. I think. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Your that's wallet awesome. would be a lot uh, heavier. <laughs> it would be. There's like a couple of thousand comics behind me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, guys, that wraps it up for fun. the Snapocalypse. I think we'll have to revisit this. Maybe think it through a little more. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be like an annual event. This is kind of the seat of our pants type thing. Yeah. It just, we didn't have enough to talk about. So. And it came out of, I saw a picture of Thanos' gauntlet with the snap. And I was like, maybe, maybe we'll just try something a little different this week. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. I hated it. I was talking to the listeners, but I'm glad you they hated it. Yourself. <laughs> are we over yet? <laughs> we are about to wrap up here. If you guys look be a part of the show, you can always email us at the oh, no. at gmail.com. I'm gone. You can hit us up on Facebook or YouTube. Mr. Stark, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> and you can always we get us on we Twitter. We didn't ask the most important one. What's that? Tim or Troy. I had that in there. <laughs> snap we're gonna leave that to the listeners <laughs> oh wow listeners yeah who would you snap out of existence tim troy or sunjay whoa 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 why are you gonna throw me in here because <laughs> i gotta throw three of this man. <laughs> so wait so one goes and two stays yeah oh, oh i'm gone for sure <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that well we do there's a massive sunjay contingent out there that's oh, true yeah. that's true yeah i have my own cult following sunnies the sunnies <laughs> <laughs> the jabbies I don't the know. jabbies <laughs> Anyways, you can always hit us up on... We got to come up with our own like fandom Man, names. stop interrupting. You wrap this episode up. You can always hit us up on Twitter. Our handle's at the end of the episode. We'll hopefully have a bit more news next week. Less tangents. No news means more tangents because we have less to talk about and we just come up with our own stuff. But anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Hope you guys come back next week and we look forward to jumping back into all things nerd. for me. Keep me. All right, guys. Until next week for the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm hopefully Sanjay. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay, on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sunjabby. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrim Podcast, and San Diego Sabers. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.